the impudence, the audacity, the unmitigated gall of those knuckleheads of liberty podcasters daring to voice opinions outside the mainstream of accepted thought. Listen, if you dare, it's angry, it's funny, it's even sometimes sad, but it's always based on freedom and justice, as you will see. Here's our host, Jason McPhee. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. We're coming at you on June 15th, 2022. And I tell you, today's been a day of technical difficulties. It feels like there's less work in here than in the Biden administration. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, we're, we're, we've still managed to make it go, which uh, I guess that makes us better than Biden. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, anyways, before we get into the show, let me introduce you to our panel. In our upper left-hand corner, we have Leon, the Lord Brathwaite, last word in liberty. He is a retired engineer in the state of California. In our upper right-hand corner, we have our screaming eagle of freedom, Tim Everett. He is a pilot in the state of California, and my name is Jason Pitt, I'll be your host today. Uh, so today, uh, boy, you just can't escape it in the news, and it's always January 6th, and I think that's all the Democrats to try and focus on for the election. So we're never going to get away from January 6th because they just don't have anything else to talk about. So uh, we're going to kind of get into some of what we've seen uh, from January 6th, and maybe I can pull up the image here. Um, so right away, uh, they, they, they decided to go prime time with this whole thing. And so this all goes back to, if you recall, when uh, after the election of 2020 and the uh, results came out in favor of Biden, um, there were a lot of people who uh, were upset with that. And Trump really wasn't uh, admitting any kind of defeat. And so there wound up being a big rally. Uh, uh, and the rally wound up uh, sort of getting out of hand and uh, heading down to the Capitol and storming the gates and uh, it sort of turned everything upside down. And uh, the left claimed it was an insurrection. Uh, the right claimed it was just a, um, uh, a protest that got out of hand, turned riotous, kind of like what we saw most of 2020. <laughs> Democrats seem to be OK with. Um, but, uh, anyways, uh, so, so that's kind of what we have. And since then we haven't been able to get away from it. There's been a lot of people jailed, unlike most of the, uh, other riots of 2020. <laughs> and, uh, there's, uh, uh, been a lot of political chicanery that's come from it. Um, but of course, uh, this, this, uh, committee now that was just announced, uh, turned out to be something where. They wanted to make it a prime time thing. So they ran this thing on, uh, I believe it was last Thursday night, uh, Thursday, what would that have been the, the 9th, I believe, uh, June 9th. And uh, this uh, wound up being something that was aired on all the news networks, uh, except for Fox, which ran it on well, their Fox business channel, I guess. And so they had about 19 or 20 million viewers total, which, uh, you know, it's for watching any one event that's pretty big but considering how many people normally watch the news every night and since this was on most of the news channels um it's uh you know i guess it's kind of status quo so maybe it was a huge success for the democrats maybe it wasn't as far as viewership it's kind of debatable um this article from the federalist is kind of saying it uh, uh wasn't such a big deal and they tried to make the case that they wound up having a lot less uh uh viewers a lot of them than normal except for maybe like cnn and msnbc um but anyways 
that's kind of setting the stage for it a little bit. And um, another item too, and unfortunately my visuals are slow here, so I can't jump to the next one. Uh, but uh, an another issue of this whole trial being sort of a show trial is that uh, it was pretty much handpicked people from where it had Republicans on the panel as well. They were mostly handpicked by Nancy Pelosi. Apparently uh, uh, early on, um, Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think of the guy who uh, runs things on the Republican side. McCarthy. Uh, 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 yeah, McCarthy. Yeah, so he tried to select the people he wanted, and Nancy Pelosi would not accept them all. And so he said, okay, well, if you're not going to give me any of them, then this is just a show trial, so I'm not going to pick any of them, and we're just going to put it all on you. And so she handpicked all of the people. So it's kind of... Nancy's inquisition for the most part, just kind of like all of the other stuff they've been doing constantly with Trump. Um, in fact, I think I have the the image here from that story too as well. So maybe we could get that image back up and then I'll kick it over to you guys. Uh, so uh, that was McCarthy pulling his picks when Nancy was uh, not giving him all of the people that he wanted on that committee. Um, so I have some other images to show, but uh, you know, what are you guys' initial thoughts on all this? Then go ahead. Leon, go. Oh, well, uh, not, you know, it's, it's no different. I mean, just there's a split, this uh, chasm between uh, the left and the right. Uh, and it, uh, it's, it's never going to go anywhere else. Uh, what do you expect? Uh, um, <clears throat> you know, if you have one party calling everybody uh, in the pocket of Putin and making stuff literally making stuff up or buying into what stuff is made up by um, members of the fbi and and the uh the cia to disparage trump back in the old days i mean you know if you have that kind of lack of of credibility in their their opinions what do you expect and so i'm sure this january 6th thing will just be right down party lines and uh for the most part i mean you're going to have some some people that are probably going to be a little more honest with it. Uh, and, and those would probably be Republicans <clears throat> on the most part that are saying uh, things that uh, ha that maybe Trump said or did or other people said or did related to this January 6th thing that were probably, you know, a little bit closer to the truth. Um, so I don't know. I, I just don't see it as uh, – anything but you know what you would want to expect or you would expect not want to expect but you actually expect from from uh, the behavior of these people in washington that's about it well <clears throat> the whole thing the whole thing that we are dealing with here is this riot that occurred in in, in the capital on, on on january 6 2021 <clears throat> but the most troubling aspect of all of this is the dispensation of justice as a result of the riot. Now, as you mentioned, Jason, you spoke about 2020. You spoke about the fact that, you know, we had all these riots. I'm not talking about the protests. Protests is a part of our traditions, and we should never get away from that. I am talking about the riots. There are over 500 riots declared during the summer of 2020. Over 500. And if I could, can we get a visual up here while uh, Leon's talking about this? Because I did have some images from the rights as well. Oh, okay. Now, this is something I was going to show from the Capitol. Before we show that, uh, let me jump to the riot. This was the culmination of the riots. Uh, Seattle 
where um, essentially Jenny Durkham had said, uh, this is going to be the summer of love um, when they surrendered six blocks to armed protesters <laughs> in yes. Seattle, where, um, yes. you know, they, they literally they looted a police station and they they just took over. I mean, if you lived in those blocks, you literally had armed people on the street who claimed they were the police that had nothing to do with Seattle's government. So uh, and and of course, it ended in some uh, violence where a lot of, uh, you know, a few people got killed. Um, but, you know, these are some of the images from uh, what was happening in Seattle at the time where Democrats literally they just called it, hey, this is the summer of love, and, you know, violent, riotous protests. Uh, you know, that that's kind of what we're about, you know, and this is uh, so. So anyways, it's kind of set the stage a little bit for the whole, um, you know, it, it wasn't, I guess, business as usual going into January 6th. Let's put it that way. So sorry, Lee. I'm gonna, no, gonna no, go it's no ahead. problem. But but the whole the problem here is the dispensation of justice. We had over the summer of 2021, we had looting, people burning down our cities. We had people who were killed. And how many people have been arrested to date? How many people? All because the summer of 2020 was classified as a mostly peaceful protest in the name of social justice. That's what it became, in the name of social justice. So in the name of social justice, we can tolerate the amount of lawlessness we saw. Then came Capitol Hill um, in 20, uh, very early 2021, and all of a sudden, everybody, all the Democrats, all the leftists, all these people who were cheering on the, the looting and the, and the arson and the, and, and, and the murders, all of that which was going on in the summer of 21, those people now become people who believe in law and order. They wanted all of those people arrested, and they were. They have been charged. Lately, there's somebody been charged with sedition. All of these things, whether you're looking at January 6th or whether you're looking at the summer of 2021, all of these things were attack upon our sovereignty, our sovereignty, because we own Capitol Hill and we own all of the businesses that were burned, all of the streets that were damaged, all the people that were killed, they were all part of our sovereignty. Both were attacks upon our sovereignty. And you know what happened? The left is now treating the summer of, 20, of 2020 as something sacred. We cannot attack that. But January 6th, that was an insurrection. And the other thing, too, that is most disturbing about this, everybody's talking about Trump responsibility during, um, during the January 6th during the January 6th um, riots on Capitol Hill. Well, Trump is not the head of the legislative branch of government. He's the head of the executive branch of government. He has no responsibility for the security of the Capitol. That actually is Nancy Pelosi. And nobody is investigating her role or her lack of being a leader in terms of managing the crowds at the Capitol on January 6th. Nobody is talking about that. And that is why she 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 rejected the picks of Kevin McCarthy. She rejected them so that she could put her own people in there. I'm talking about the Republicans she put on the committee. She could put her own people in there so they could cover up her lack of leadership for the security for the security of the Capitol on January 6th. They're just trying to cover it up. So this is nothing but a show trial, and it's it's not going to get us anywhere. Yeah. Maybe if I get okay. Oh, sorry. 
But maybe if I yeah, get that well. visual back up. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. Keep talking. I'm, I, <laughs> while you're talking, I'm just no, going to just... start rolling some video that shows a little bit about what was happening and some of the confusion that was happening during the, the chaos. So, I mean, you, you had a mix of, of people who were violent, okay, people pushing police officers, people smashing doors and windows, but you also had a, a mix of people who were just following the directions, it looked like, of what the police were telling them to do at the time, too. Some of those people who were arrested. So you go ahead, Tim, and say what you're going to say, and I'll just play this I'll in the just, just going to mention that it sounds to me like Leon is saying that there's a lack of consistency between the, the two sides here as far as the uh, prosecution of uh, for these crimes. Yes. Okay. And, and one of the things I'm I stating to the about, obvious. <laughs> if we look at but, this specific but, 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 spot, oh, I was just going to say this specific spot in the video uh, is actually showing this is important. Police were literally just letting people in through the gates at this point. So I wanted to now here, people, it's not quite as clear, but you could see different spots in the video where some people were sort of uh, ushering people in and then some people were literally, uh, you know, sort of struggling and fighting with the cops. So, uh, so go ahead, Leon. No, and, and, and even you go, you even go deeper in, into this thing. Ashley Babbitt was killed by a Capitol Hill police officer on, um, on, um, on, on, on January 6th. Now I am pro law enforcement. If they have to do their job, I, I, I expect them to do it. But that killing of that woman have not been investigated, have not been properly investigated. She was unarmed and oh, we love to talk, we love to talk about, oh, Black Lives Matter, unarmed black men have been killed by the police all over America. We love to talk about this, but this was an unarmed white woman, so I guess her life don't matter. And that is not being properly investigated as to why that police officer thought it necessary to shoot her in her head and kill her. We don't even know that. Well, th that was the yeah, well, they, they, Sorry. No, go ahead. They, go ahead. They, did, they did decide that there was no wrongdoing by that guy, even though that guy has uh, a very uh, shady record of, uh, of his ability to utilize a firearm and his uh, decision-making process, too, in yes. the past. So, so he is no, um, you know, white knight shining armor, that's for sure. Well, that, that was the irony of ironies of the whole thing, because the entire summer uh, that the message had been the police overuse of force and then to have this whole thing wind up flipping on a dime where suddenly uh, the Democrats were calling police overuse of force in the case of shooting unarmed woman Ashley Babbitt, who was a protester there at the, the Capitol. Suddenly the police were heroic in shooting her exactly. and uh, they were interviewing her, uh, the, this officer Bird saying that, uh, uh, you know, uh, he had saved countless lives. And in, NBC interviewed him, and they weren't skeptical or critical of that at all. They just sort of were adoring and, you know, uh, uh, going on. Wasn't she white? Yeah. She was a white woman. She was a white woman. And a military oh, veteran as well. So. Oh, well, maybe it's okay to, to, uh, to shoot a, a white uh, veteran. Uh, was the shooting officer, was he black? Yeah, it was a black guy, yes. Oh, maybe it's okay for a black uh, police officer protecting the precious lives of, of all our uh, fearless leaders uh, to, to shoot a, uh, a, a white woman um, 
veteran. Unarmed, white woman. Unarmed, unarmed. Maybe, maybe that's okay, but uh, you, you flip the whole scenario and it's suddenly a major deal. Is there racism involved there? I'm not sure. Oh God, there's always racism from the left. You know, but the thing is though, but the thing is though, I am not even. I am not suggesting in any of my comments here that I agree that the riot should have taken place. Those people breached the capital and it was wrong. I just want to be clear about that. However, what I am talking about is the, disp the dispensation of justice as we are seeing as it's being played out right now, as compared to what happened in, in the summer of 2020, where there's a lot of things that should be prosecuted. Sh a lot of people should be arrested and many of them should be prosecuted. And up to now, we're yeah. not seeing much of that. There have been a few here and there but certainly not the kind of numbers we've seen out of the January 6th um, riots. Well, yeah, including two banks burned to the ground close by my house that no one has uh, been arrested for. Burnt to the ground. How do you burn a metal structure down to the ground? But I went by and saw myself. They were flat as a pancake. Jesus, Lord. Well, if, if we could get the video back up, there's another point I wanted to bring up as well that was a big problem with this. Now, I stopped the video before where they got to this point and they said five people died during the riot. This is some uh, oh, yeah. you know, YouTube channel called On Demand News. Now, this seems like this was probably put out pretty close to when it happened. So, you know, you can forgive them a little bit for getting some of the details wrong. But the fact is that the networks had a lot of the details wrong. They claimed that a lot uh, five people had died uh, during the riot. Quite a few of the networks came out with this. They And they also, and I'm going to let this go just a little bit because they're going to talk about Brian Sicknick as well. And they're saying that uh, uh, he was bludgeoned to death with a fire extinguisher during the riot, which also came out to be completely false story afterwards. Um, he yeah. died of a stroke the day after the riot. The next day. So, yeah, so and these are, are, you know, um, items that are just... Uh, you know that the, the media was uh, spinning this narrative constantly with the, uh, uh, where a lot of the facts were just plain wrong. And it's funny, some of the networks are still getting that wrong. They're still reporting that police died during the, this riot, which uh, did not happen. I mean, there were some who, who committed suicide at some point later. Well, I mean, you know, hello, if anybody who's ever read a Joseph Wamba book knows that there's some police who do commit suicide. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. hard to say. Indeed. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, just the idea that tying all of this to January 6th is, is uh, uh, pr pretty crazy. But, I mean, this is the problem, right? When you have an investigation that's not a bipartisan investigation, this is the problem. Um, and speaking of non-bipartisanness, um, they, they are weaponizing the arrests. Uh, here is a case of uh, a missioner, uh, a Michigan uh, guy. Uh, his name is Ryan Kelly, and he is running uh, for the as a Republican for governor in Michigan to try and unseat Whitmer. And they arrested him uh, just recently. They arrested him last week. And part of the reason they arrested him was because they said they, they didn't claim he went into the Capitol, but they claimed he was on the Capitol grounds during that time. So therefore, yes. just round them all up. I, you know, this is insanity, right? Uh, you know, just sort of uh, going, you know, you want to talk about interfering with elections. This is this is pretty creepy stuff. Uh, you guys have any thoughts on this whole Ryan Kelly thing? Well, I, I want to know, are we still in America? Okay, are we still a constitutional republic? They, they, nobody's claiming 
none of the FBI's documents that they filed on this case said this guy entered the Capitol. He was outside. He might have entered, he might have been on the ground somewhere close to the steps or wherever it was. Nobody's claiming he entered the Capitol, but yet they're arresting this guy, this particular guy. Why? Okay, because he, he was he's not denying that he was he was in the rally. He's not denying that, but yet they arrested him. What's going on here? Are we still in a constitutional republic here? No. Where are we? In China no, or North Korea? Where are we now? We're not. We're in a totalitarian, increasingly totalitarian regime, top-down, centrally planned. That's what they want, and that's what they're getting. This, you know, back back to the old original way of running things, where you had one or one or one guy or a conglomeration of selected, elected, or however you want to call it, people that that run everything, and and their political their political opponents are going to be arrested and they're going to be, uh, you know, trumped up charges and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's 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 the you're thinking of the old America, Leon, that's dead now. It's gone after COVID. It's totally gone. Sorry, I'm just cynical. I know <coughs> that's the way it is. But the, 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 the side, there's there's a side issue here. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, the side issue here that is not being investigated, I don't have answers. But there's also another side issue, which is the role of the FBI in those rats. There was a guy by the name of Ray Epps, who we have on video, I think it might have been even the day before the actual riot, might have been on January 5th, on video, encouraging people, we have to go into the Capitol. We have to go into the Capitol. That's what he was saying. He's on video saying this. Somebody... I don't know who took the video, but it's on video. It was showed on Fox News. And nobody's investigating this guy deeply. It yeah. is claimed, and I don't know if this part is true, that this guy was an FBI informant or is an FBI informant. If he is or was, was he working for the FBI that day? We don't know. But he is on video encouraging people to breach the Capitol. There he is. And he have not been arrested. Notice he have not been arrested. Okay, he's on video making claim, telling people to breach the Capitol. This other guy from Michigan, he was just on the Capitol grounds. The the, the guy on Ray Kelly or Kelly, whatever Kelly his name was, he was arrested for being on the Capitol grounds. We have somebody actually encouraging people to breach the Capitol, and he have not been arrested. Well, Does not look a little bit suspicious? And what kind of uh, cements this as well is this whole Whitmer thing that happened. We talked about this on the show earlier where yes. uh, there was a there was a plot to kidnap Whitmer. But it turned out there were more FBI agents involved in the plot than there was actually <laughs> conspirators. <laughs> so, you know, it was it, it's it's kind of crazy. So, I mean, when, when we start to talk about some of this issue with, hey, you know, this is kind of weird that you could see people on video encouraging this and they're not being charged. What's going on here? But, you know, before we uh, run out of time on the show, I wanted to, and maybe we can get that visual back up. I wanted to talk about what's the fallout of all this going to be. Um, essentially, this is this kind of, you know, let's let's get Trump. This is the never ending. Let's get Trump thing. Um, and as far as things go, it, it's it's quite possible that this will do some damage to Trump, because after all, it is a one sided argument. Um, and, and, you know, and maybe Trump deserves some of this. Maybe, maybe some of these are legit things that they're talking about. But it's, it's just kind of hard to to buy into it completely when we know that this has been four or five years of witch hunts, one sided that, you know, 
uh, abuse of power. But that said, suppose they do damage Trump. Are the Democrats really going to be better off if they damage Trump? I, I would think the guy they want to run against is Trump. I, I, you know, to yeah. me, I, if, if they get DeSantis, I, I think that there's no chance they're going to win. I, you know, DeSantis has actually performed well during the COVID lockdowns. And yes. he doesn't have any of the baggage of Trump. So I, are, are, are the Democrats really getting what they want here? Yes. Uh, have any thoughts on no, this? Don't, don't tell them. Don't tell them. <laughs> you know, let, let them do it. Just let them do it. Who cares? Let them hide yeah. themselves, right? Let them hide yeah, themselves. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let's let them go. Yeah. You know, what do you think, you know the, 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 I'm sorry. Tim, are you done? I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. You know, in their zest, in their zest to damage Trump. I mean, they they, they have been after Trump from the, from the very beginning. Okay, Donald Trump have said some lunatic things, quite frankly. Okay, but he did accomplish quite a bit during his four years as presidency as as, as the president. And these people from the very beginning have been out to hurt him, have been out to damage him, as uh, uh, they try to remove him from from the presidency in every which way they they, they could think about. They were not successful. They, they twice impeach him. The only president that, that ever happened to. But you know, they may help the Republicans. They may hurt Trump eventually. They probably might. They might succeed with this January 6th select committee nonsense. They might e e eventually succeed in damaging and hurting Trump's image. But Trump still have a lot of supporters out there. All right? But if as you said, as you suggested, Jason, instead of Donald Trump, we see the emergence of Ron DeSantis, who's probably the best governor we have in America today. They, they may regret the attempt to hurt and destroy Donald Trump. The, those leftist Democrats, they may, they may regret it. They may come to really regret it because they probably are helping the Republicans in their quest to retake the, the, the federal government. Well, the, the, the fruits of TDS, but uh, let's jump to the knucklehead noise patrol because we're almost out of time. And this leads right into how much confidence do Democrats really have in Joe Biden? And AOC was recently on uh, CNN and she was being interviewed and they asked her, well, are you guys going to um, uh, endorse Biden? And uh, what she said was, well, well, we'll cross that bridge when she get to it uh, or when we get to it, she told Dana Bash. Um, but I think if the president uh, has a vision, and that's something certainly we're all willing to entertain and examine when the time comes. So Dana Bash said, that's not a yes. And she said, I think we should endorse uh, when we get to it. But I believe that the president's been doing a very good job so far. Uh, and should he run again, I think we'll take a look at it. <laughs> so uh, start, uh, shining endorsement of uh, Joe Biden from their own party. They can't even get behind the guy who's currently at the helm. What do you guys think about that? Typical. I think her, the, lack, the lack of endorsement is quite telling, you know. And, you know, for once, for once I have to find something, a small part of her statement. I, I have something that I, I agree with, uh, with, with this idiot Ocasio-Cortez. She she really could she really is telling us she think that man is an idiot and is not worthy of, of of any endorsement. She's telling us that, and I agree. So I find something that I could agree with the idiot on. So three chairs, good 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 going, AOC. Th thanks for telling us. So you have an idiot 
disparaging another idiot. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, not uh, a lot to choose from in that party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, but I, I you know, I, I almost think we might be better off with Biden than her, so I don't know. One dumpster fire over another. But unfortunately, that's all we have time for in the show today. So thanks so much for joining us. And until next time, stay free. Indeed. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Always. Thank you for listening to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. Find us at knuckleheadsofliberty.com.